And to officially start our meeting, if you join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. <coughs> Thank you and welcome to the Board of Claremont County Commissioners meeting. And we'll get started right off with the agenda with Prior to, uh, prior to moving down that agenda, I'd just like to say good morning to Ed Humphrey, who has joined us here this morning from afar. He's joining us by uh, virtual reality. Ed, morning. Thanks, sir. Good to be here. You bet. <clears throat> and we will move on in this order with B. I'd like... Uh, I know uh, we've had regular session meetings presented to us prior to this meeting. We had an opportunity to review them and have any changes or clarifications made. <clears throat> Do I have a motion to approve the regular session meeting, meeting minutes of 10-28-2020? A second. Then moved and received a second. Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Humphrey. Aye. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Painter. Yes. And with your permission, I'd like to move item H up for county staff and elected official discussions. I understand that we might have a new employee here today that uh, <clears throat> we have uh, scheduled to introduce. Correct, uh, Commissioner. I'd like to introduce Chris McGuire, our new ISD director. Welcome, Chris. This week with us. So looking forward to him joining the team. Absolutely. Chris, anything you'd like to say? Uh, uh, it, yeah, come on up to the podium. You bet. You bet. It, it, it's your very first meeting. So, it is. You know, it's it is. Okay. I, I just want to say thank you to the commissioners uh, and to Tom and to Greg for the confidence and uh, really looking forward to this role and being a servant. This is my first time in the government sector and I'm really looking forward to it, meeting the team this week and going to partner with all the different departments and figure out how do we make IT and the information systems department world class and really become an enabler to help the county uh, go forward. So thank you again for the confidence and uh, really looking forward to working and, and with you. And to you also, thanks for picking Claremont County. Thanks for becoming part of the team here. We're, we're really pleased to have you. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Anyone else? Okay. I'll, I will move from item H at county elected official discussion and I will go to item number C. Understand we have a proclamation this morning that's designating November 8th through the 14th as Veterans Awareness Week. That's fine. Frank Morrow from our Veterans Administration will be accepting the proclamation this morning. He is not here currently, so we will put that off to the side and move on with our agenda. No objections, board? Okay, we will go to D, consent agenda. The consent agenda has been prepared for you. I know you've had an opportunity to review it. Are there any items on the consent agenda that need to be removed for further discussion or clarification? None. Okay. Hearing none, 
I would ask for a motion to approve the consent agenda as presented. I make the motion. Second. Then moved and received a second. Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Humphrey. Aye. Commissioner Painter. Yes. Then I will go to, uh, to E for non-consent agenda. And the non-consent agenda starts on page seven with item number 13. Item number 13 is a recommendation. The Board of County Commissioners adopt resolution number 169-20, resolving to approve payment and vendors in the amount of $1,384,773.66. As set forth in the BCC approval invoice report for checks dated November 4th, 2020, BCC directed prepaid invoice reports and or the procurement card transaction report as presented by the county auditor on November the 2nd, 2020, and further authorizing the auditor to issue warrants for the same, pursuant to section 319.16 of the Ohio Revised Code. Do I have a motion to pay the bills? A second. Then moved and received a second. Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Humphrey. Aye. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Painter. Yes. And that brings us to item number 14. Good morning, I'm Lyle Bloom, director with the Claremont County Water Resources Department and item 14 is a recommendation to adopt resolution number 170-20 resolving to authorize the execution certification and submission of an application for financial assistance for aid to local government for infra infrastructure improvements for project support of the following infrastructure improvement project for program year 35 in the amount outlined to the Ohio Public Works Commission of Columbus, Ohio including all understandings and assurances therein required and act in accordance with the applications as they may be revised and provide such additional information as may be required pursuant to and in compliance with chapter 164 of the Ohio Revised Code. And this is for the McPicken Road and Menno Drive water main replacement project in Miami Township. The total project amount is $855,143 and we're requesting $419,020 in grant, which is 49% uh, of the total project costs. Thanks, Lyle, for outlining item 14. Board, do I have a motion for approval? I make the motion. Second. Been moved and received a second. Any further conversation or discussion for Lyle? Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Humphrey. Aye. Commissioner Painter. Yes. Item number 15. Item 15 is a recommendation to award the bid for granular activated carbon contactor media reactivation for the Klamath County Water Resources Department pursuant to the specifications to Calgon Carbon Corporation out of Moon Township, Pennsylvania for the lowest and best bid received on September 17th, 2020. In the, in the mathematically corrected estimated amount of $1,426,536, and to execute the contract relative thereto effective January 4th, 2021 through December 31st, 2023, with the option to renew for an additional one year period upon the same terms and conditions, pursuant to the compliance to the terms and conditions set forth therein in the award of bid, therefore, and, and contingent upon the adoption of the annual appropriations for fiscal year 2021 and the issuance for, of the required purchase order. Board, you've heard the reading of item number 15. Do I have a motion for approval? Moved. I'll second. I've been moved and received a second. Any further conversation or discussion? Lyle, just for those who are, who are watching, um, 
granular activated carbon or GAC contact is, is used over at the water treatment facility. And just talk a little bit about that and how you're, you're really sending this activated uh, material back out to have it regenerated, what, what that means. This is a Varsha lake, right? Yes, this is used at our Bob McCune water treatment plant, which is our surface water treatment plant. It treats water from Varsha Lake. Um, and when they regenerate it, they essentially uh, put it into a furnace and burn all the organics off of the, uh, the uh, granular activated carbon. Um, there is some that they lose in the process, so they'll add new carbon to that. Um, and then they, re so they, they remove it from our facility. Uh, they, they take it to an off-site location, uh, regenerate it, and then they return it and reinstall it into our uh, each contactor basin. We have six contactors at the Grand or at the uh, Bob McEwen Water Treatment Plant. So the material is used to to uh, scrub out uh, organic material or volatile organics. Is that that correct? Correct. It, it's a, it uses adsorption to remove uh, inorganic and organic chemicals. It helps with disinfection byproduct control, um, which is regulated by Ohio EPA. Um, it will help with um, harmful algae blooms if there's uh, any cyanotoxins uh, that are released by the harmful algae blooms. It is a very effective at removing those as well. And when we talk about this, this is BAT, best available technology that there is for this type of, of water treatment. Correct, yes. You bet. Just, you know, just to talk about that little so that, you know, people who use the county water system understand that, you know, re really the, the uh, attention that's paid to detail that you and your team do to ensure that they have uh, the highest quality drinking water that's available. Thank you. Thank you. Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Humphrey. Aye. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Painter. Yes. Item number 16. Good morning. Sherry Smart, Community and Economic Development. Morning. Hi. I have a recommendation of Michael McNamara, Director, Department of Community and Economic Development with the concurrence of Greg Bickford, Assistant County Administrator, to adopt resolution number 171-20, resolving to authorize the Claremont County Transportation Improvement District in collaboration with the Claremont County Engineer to manage and proceed with the project previously known as the CDB, CDBG 2014-04 Village of Felicity Walnut Street Reconstruction Project and the construction thereof with funding provided from funds received from the settlement and general mutual released agreement with American Contractors Indemnity Company Performance Bond on behalf of the JD Contracting Services Inc. in the amount of $45,000 previously approved by the Board of County Commissioners on March 7th, 2019 settlement and general mutual released agreement with choice one engineering for the repayment of $15,000 previously approved by the board of county commissioners on March 7th, 2019 and the release of retainage in the amount of $9,409.04 previously approved by the body county board of county commissioners on May 29th, 2019 from the construction contract previously known as CDBG 
2014-04 Village of Felicity Walnut Street Reconstruction Project. This is in a total project amount not to exceed $69,409.04. Board, you've heard the reading of item number 16. Do I have a motion for approval? Make the motion. Second. Then moved and received a second. Any further conversation or discussion? Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Humphrey? Aye. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Thanks, Sherry. Item number 17. Good morning. Morning. How are you? Great. Yourselves? Great. Good. Good. Item number 17 is a recommendation for myself, Wade Grabowski, Director of the Claremont County Facilities Management Department with a concurrence of Mr. Thomas J. Igle, County Administrator, for the renewal of the contract for janitorial services various county buildings for Claremont County, Ohio, with UBM Enterprises, Dallas, Texas, pursuant to the specifications, therefore, to execute the amendment to the contract for services relative thereto by and between the County of Claremont, Ohio and UBM Enterprises for janitorial services for county department offices as outlined there and in accordance with the goals, criteria, specifications attached thereto and defined therein as specified in Exhibit A attached hereto and made a part thereof, effective for a period of 10 to 2020 through 10 1 2021, which exercises the second of the two renewal options pursuant to Article 14 of the original agreement with all other terms and conditions of the original contract to remain in full force and effect and contingent upon the release of the purchase order required therefore in concert with requisition number 4926 dated 10-8-2020 relative thereto. Board, you've heard the reading of item number 17. Do I have a motion for approval? I'll second. Been moved and received a second. Any further conversation or discussion? Hearing none, roll call, Holly. Commissioner Humphrey? Aye. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Item number 18. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, board. Morning. Um, item number 18 and item number 19, I'm going to ask if the board can postpone these items, table them. I can't remember exactly what your the right terminology is. So we presented this stormwater district to the board um, a few weeks ago, and we have just received some communication back from the property owners at, or the property management firm at Lamorna Cove who has informed us that a HOA is now being established and the HOA wants to review the stormwater situation and see if they are willing to accept the responsibility for the district under the HOA um, or whether they want us to proceed with this. So wanted to hold these until they the new HOA has time to evaluate the situation in the district. Okay. Uh, item number 18, what I would, um, what I'd move forward with here is, Suki, if you'll read the item, go, go ahead and read it and then we'll, we'll take it into discussion and then we'll, we'll move from there. Okay. Can you just make a motion to table 18 and 19 now? I would say it, are you making a motion to table item 18? I'd handle them separately. 19, I believe. Okay. Mark, we can handle them separately. Yeah, let's handle them separately. Okay. Ed, if you would re revise. Okay. Second. Okay. It's been moved and second that we table item number 18. And I would ask before we vote on that, do we have a particular time frame that we want to table this to? The um, property management company did not give us a specific date 
but we will stay in contact with them okay. um, as the HOA becomes more active. Okay, then, then we will, the suggestion is to just table the item. So we've had a motion and we've had a second. Any further conversation or discussion? No. Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Humphrey? Aye. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Painter? Yes. And item number 19? I'll make a motion to table item number 19. Okay. Second. It's been moved and it's received a second. <clears throat> Suki, again, no, no determined time frame for the tabling? Exactly. Okay. It's been moved and received a second to table item number 19. <clears throat> Holly, roll call. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Humphrey? Aye. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Item number 19 has been tabled also. Thank you. Thank you. Item number 20. Um, item 20, number 20 board is the recommendation to authorize Thomas J. Eigel, County Administrator, or in his absence, Greg Bickford, Assistant County Administrator, to execute for and on behalf of the Board of County Commissioners in Batavia, Ohio, a memorandum of understanding as attached hereto with the Claremont County Park District at 2228 U.S. Highway 50 in Batavia for the purchase, invoicing, or reimbursement of equipment, materials, supplies, and or other items used to mitigate or respond to the COVID-19 pandemic in an amount not to exceed $75,000. Board, you've heard the reading of item number 20. Do I have a motion for approval? I'll make the motion. It's been moved and received a second. Any further conversation or discussion? Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Humphrey? Aye. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Item number 21. Item number 21 is the recommendation to authorize Thomas J. Eigel, County Administrator, or in his absence, Greg Bickford, Assistant County Administrator, to execute for and on behalf of the Board of County Commissioners in Batavia, Ohio, a memorandum of understanding as attached hereto with the Claremont County Public Health on Bower Road in Batavia for the purchase, invoicing, or reimbursement of vehicles, equipment, materials, supplies, and or other items used to mitigate or respond to the COVID-19 pandemic in an amount not to exceed $400,000 and payroll and benefit expenses pursuant to U.S. Treasury guidance for public health employees dedicated to responding to or mitigating the effects of COVID-19, including but not limited to authorized leave for vacation, sick, Family and Medical Leave Act, Families First Coronavirus Leave Act, Military, Bereavement, and Jury Duty, Employee Insurance, including Health, Life, Dental, and Vision, Ohio Public Employee Retirement System Contributions, Workers' Compensation Insurance, and Overtime due to the COVID-19 as incurred between March 1, 2020 and December 30, 2020 in an amount not to exceed $142,000. Board, you've heard the reading of item number 21. Do I have a motion for approval? A second. Been moved and received a second. Any further conversation or discussion? Just one, one clarification, Holly. The, the red was for the purchase and invoicing, pandemic and amount not to exceed $400,000 in payroll. And then in the second part of it, it talks about March 1 to December 30th in an amount not to exceed 142. Are those two? The, the hundred thousand is for the materials and supplies. Okay. And then the payroll and benefit expenses are the hundred forty-two thousand. 
So 542 is the total? Is that be the total, yes, sir. Could, okay. Yep. That's, that's we had to split them out because they're, they're two def different levels that we have to prove. I just, I just wanted to make that clarification. That was all. Anything else, board? Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Humphrey? Aye. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Item number 22. Item number 22 is the recommendation to authorize Thomas J. Eigel, County Administrator, or in his absence, Greg Bickford, Assistant County Administrator, to execute for and on behalf of the Board of County Commissioners in Batavia, Ohio, a memorandum of understanding as attached hereto with a public or private school located in Claremont County for the purchase, invoicing, or reimbursement of equipment, materials, supplies, and or other items used to mitigate or respond to the COVID-19 pandemic. Board, you've heard the reading of item number 22. Do I have a motion for approval? I will make the motion. Second. And moved and received a second. Any further conversation or discussion? But yes, all of these come out of our COVID money that was granted to us. Is that correct? Yes, sir, that's correct. Very good. That is correct. And it's broken down. It's I gave you every money is COVID money. Correct. And Tom, just to, just to talk about that just for a second, this is for the, these monies will be available to schools in Claremont County, and those include public schools and private schools. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay, and the monies will be distributed. The total amount will be a million dollars, and it will be distributed per population of the schools. Yes, sir. Okay, so... There are 12 public schools in Claremont County, and I believe there are 12 private teaching institutions. Um, yes, yeah. So this, this list would probably 24, I would think. Yes, sir, 24 okay. total. Okay. Total student population of just over 30,000. Yep, I just wanna make sure that, you know, we, we are going to treat every student in every educational facility exactly on a level playing field it is strictly that the population of the school dictates how much money goes to one versus the other yes sir okay one one question i do have for the board is we discussed a specific project for felicity franklin school district mm -hmm. um, i want to make sure that you're aware of the the distribution for them is about twenty five thousand dollars based on population i think that project was about thirty six thousand dollars does the board want to do they want Felicity Franklin to use this money first? And is that a separate project or do, do we want them to use this money towards that project? If, we, if it's a completely separate project, I think it was around 36,000, mm -hmm. I'd probably have to do another uh, MOU just specifically for that project with them. Okay. So it's, that's all I wanted to make sure that I was clear on what I need to do. My understanding, it was a totally separate project. That's my understanding that's also. We, we just want to make sure that the students, since we're distributing this, are, are being treated exactly the same. And then we'll do it separately for Felicity. And, and the thing that separates them, you know, just to talk about that for a second, is they don't have the room to stage their buses on their campus. And they're staging those buses to try to offload their, their students and to pick their students up on a, on a major roadway. And, and it's a safety issue, so separately, yes, if that's okay. My understanding is it's for uh, public roadway improvements, signage yes. and all of that. It isn't on school property necessarily. Correct. Okay, I'll have to get, I'll get some clarification on that to make okay. sure I have the appropriate MOU for that separate project. Okay, that'd be great. But, okay. but that amount's not coming up. 
No, it would it not. Is not. It would okay. be a separate project. This separate project. Okay. Okay. Any other discussion or conversation? Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Humphrey? Aye. Commissioner Painter? Yes. I'm number 23. Item number 23 is the recommendation to authorize Thomas J. Eigel, County Administrator, or in his absence, Greg Bickford, Assistant County Administrator, to execute for and on behalf of the Board of County Commissioners in Batavia, Ohio, a subrecipient grant agreement as attached here to with the Claremont County Community Services, Inc. in Batavia, Ohio, for the purpose of reimbursing costs of business interruption and additional costs caused by required closures arising from the COVID-19 pandemic in an amount not to exceed $60,000. Board, you've heard the reading of item number 23. Do I have a motion for approval? A second. Been moved and received a second. Any further conversation or discussion? Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Humphrey? Aye. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Item number 24. Item number 24 is the recommendation to authorize Thomas J. Eichel, County Administrator, or in his absence, Greg Bickford, to execute for and on behalf of the Board of County Commissioners of Batavia, Ohio, a subrecipient grant agreement is attached hereto with Claremont Senior Services Inc. in Batavia, Ohio, for the purchase, invoicing, or reimbursement of equipment, materials, supplies, and/or other items used to mitigate or respond to the COVID-19 pandemic in an amount not to exceed forty-five thousand dollars. Word, you've heard the reading of item number twenty-four. Do I have a motion for approval? Make the motion. Second. It's been moved and received a second. Any further conversation? Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Humphrey? Yes. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Item number 25. Item number 25. Recommendation to authorize Thomas J. Eigel, County Administrator, or in his absence, Greg Bickford, Assistant County Administrator, to execute for and on behalf of the Board of County Commissioners of Batavia, Ohio, a subrecipient grant agreement as attached hereto with the YWCA of Greater Cincinnati in Cincinnati, Ohio, for the purpose of reimbursing costs of business interruption and additional costs caused by the required closures arising from the pandemic while serving Claremont County clients in an amount not to exceed $110,000. Board, you've heard the reading of item number 25. Do I have a motion for approval? A second. It's been moved and received a second. Any further conversation or discussion? Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Humphrey? Aye. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Item number 26. Hello, Mary. Good morning. Item 26 is a request to increase the 2020 annual appropriation for the Harvest Ridge Stormwater Fund in the amount of $1,228. Or you've heard the reading of item number 26 for supplemental appropriation of $1,000. $328 for Harvest Ridge stormwater expenses. So I have a motion for approval. I'll make the motion. Second. Then moved and received a second. Any further conversation or discussion? Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Humphrey? Aye. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Thank you. Thanks, Mary. And that concludes our non consent agenda at this time. Tom, any additions to the agenda at this time? have any additions but i believe we're ready for the proclamation i was just gonna ask that okay. so i am going to uh, move back to c 
for a proclamation for designation of November 8th through the 14th as Veterans and Awareness Week in Claremont County. Morning, how are you? Morning. Fine, thank you. Hi, I'm Commissioner Dave Painter and you are Steve. Steve Foster. <laughs> I am the 4th District Commander for uh, the American Legion. Well, thanks for being here with us mm -hmm. today. I have a proclamation I'd like to present to you, and I'll, I'll read it and then present it. Proclamation for Veterans Awareness Week in Claremont County. Whereas the Board of Claremont County Commissioners has proclaimed the week of November 8th through November 14th, 2020, as Veterans Awareness Week to celebrate and honor the patriots who have fought to protect democratic ideas that are the foundation of our country. Whereas we as Americans owe a great debt of gratitude to those who have sacrificed their liberties and for the security of our nation, we should express deep appreciation to our veterans, the men and women who stepped forward when America needed them, triumphed over brutal enemies, faced hardships, liberated continents, and answered the prayers of millions around the globe. Whereas through their commitment to freedom, Americans veterans had lifted the lives of millions and made our country and the world more secure. They have demonstrated to us that freedom is the mightiest force on earth. We, re we resolve that their sacrifices will always be remembered by a grateful nation. And whereas we encourage our veterans to speak about their experiences so that their memories may be preserved for future generations and further encourage citizens to participate in patriotic activities within their communities. We call on the citizens of Claremont County to observe this week and remember all who answered the call. Now, therefore, let it be proclaimed that we, the Board of Claremont County Commissioners, do hereby proclaim the week of November 8th through November 14th, 2020, as Veterans Awareness Week in Claremont County. We urge all citizens to recognize the valor and sacrifice of all of our veterans through ceremonies and prayers. And it's signed by David Painter, President, Edwin H. Humphrey, Vice President, and Claire B. Corcoran, Board of Claremont County Commissioners. Steve, on behalf of the Board of Claremont County Commissioners, I'd like to present this to you for Veterans Awareness Week in Claremont County. And we are very, very glad that you are here with us today. And thank you so, thank much. You so much, sir. You bet. I, just, and, I, I would just like to say thank the uh, County Commissioners for all the support that they give veterans in Claremont County. And we really appreciate this. So, thank you. Thank you a lot. Thanks for being here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely, Steve. You do a photo with us? In a photo we'll screen. We'll get Mr. Humphrey in here with us. You'll probably stand about right there. I'll have to move over a little bit. You got to get pretty good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tom, should we uh, <clears throat> should we move to executive session? Do we have enough time for that, or should we recess until eleven o'clock? I think we can um, 
we can go into executive session. Okay. Then I'll. Sections that we would go into now versus later. I think we can go into all of them. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. We, we will come back and go into another one again because yeah. we do. Okay. That. We will go to G then. Executive session. I'm requesting executive session pursuant to 121.22, G1 and G2, and G3 of the Ohio Revised Code to first consider the employment or compensation of one or more public employees. Second, to consider the purchase of property for public purposes or the sale of that property at competitive bidding. And third, to confer with the prosecuting attorney pending uh, regarding pending or imminent litigation, respectively. Do I have a motion to move into executive session? A second. Been moved and received a second. Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Humphrey. Aye. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Painter. Yes, we will move into executive session. We will return and we will conduct further business. Thank you very much. We are back from executive session. No decisions and no actions were taken. And I am going to move to item J on the agenda, an 11 a.m. public hearing. We have a petition for annexation of real property situated within Williamsburg Township to the village of Williamsburg. So today is the date, time, and location for public hearing on a petition for the proposed annexation of 0.4936 acres of real property from Williamsburg Township to the village of Williamsburg, Claremont County, Ohio. Theretofore filed in the office of the Board of Claremont County Commissioners on Monday, August the 24th by Michael Manier, attorney at law, for and on behalf of Susan M. Ellahurst as a designated agent for the petitioners and comprised of one parcel of real property in compliance with section 709.02 of the Ohio Revised Code. Just as a reminder to any of those that are in attendance, if you would please sign in on the sheet that we have here, if you have not already done so. Have we take it, do we have a sheet across the hall? We do. Okay. We do. I put okay. one there. Okay. In addition, Alan Edwards, Assistant Prosecuting Attorney, is present and will swear in anyone offering testimony in favor of or in opposition to the aforestated petition, with the exception unless you are an attorney at law. <clears throat> Alan, my understanding is, is that if we have people today who wish to provide testimony, opposition or uh, obviously um, for this annexation, you will swear them in as they come into this room. Is that how we're handling that? That's my understanding, yes. Okay. We need to swear them in. Anybody's going to testify other than an attorney. And I've seen Michael Muneer is out there. I'm assuming he's going okay. to and, and that'll be the next thing. I understand Michael Muneer, attorney at law, for and on behalf of Susan M. Ellahorst, the designated agent for the petitioner, is present and is here to provide a brief summarization of the proposed annexation. Is Mr. Manier here? I am. Mr. Manier, thank you. Thanks for being with us here this morning. Well, finally, that's brief. You bet. You'd state your name for the record and the podium is yours. I understand you will provide a brief uh, summation of the proposed annexation. We'll do so. Okay, thank you, sir. Mike Manier, 626 Main Street, Milford, Ohio, 45150. I'm the attorney 
for uh, Susan Unohorse, who is the petitioner's agent. Uh, I bring to you this morning a uh, easy one for once. Uh, it's a half acre, uh, not even a half acre. Um, there's two owners. They both signed the petition. It's 100% annexation. Uh, their primary reason for wanting to annex is access to the sewers. Actually, this would have been part of the annexation that I did for Williamsburg several months ago where there were five separate uh, annexations. This would have been part of that, but uh, there was some uh, surveying uh, difficulty, so uh, we had to bring it later. Um, so uh, in the goal of Williamsburg to uh, make available to their surrounding uh, property owners access to their sanitary sewer system and take people off septics, which is the goal of the county uh, and also the goal of Williamsburg. Um, that's why the petitioners want to be annexed. Uh, so not much to it. There's any specific questions? Board, any, any questions for Mr. It's Minier? obviously not unreasonably large and it's uh, the general good. Uh, there's no opposition. Apparently, I haven't seen any opposition. So, if there's any specific questions, don't believe there is. Okay. Thank you, sir. Was that brief? That was <laughs> very good. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ed, did you have something? No, I just wanted to thank Mike for coming. Okay. All right. And then I understand that Craig Reisner is here with us. He's the deputy surveyor. He's here for Jeremy Evans, a county engineer, to present his report. Okay, he's going to do that by virtual. On the proposed annexation in accordance with Section 709.02 of the Ohio Revised Code. Craig, you with us? Yes, good morning. Craig Reisner, County Engineer's Office. Morning. Um, today we're discussing annexation, proposed annexation of 0.936 acres um, from Williamsburg Township to the village of Williamsburg. Uh, per your request, I reviewed the plan description. Property owned by Anthony J. Scott and Ashley M. Bissler, uh, and shown on the tax map of Fairmont County as parcel number 5247-14018. Uh, the legal description and plat um, were provided by Nick Survey and labeled Exhibit A are complete and accurate for annexation purposes. The proposed annexation has a 8% common boundary with the existing village of Williamsburg. Uh, the current village of Williamsburg is approximately 1,659 acres. Um, this is located on the south side of Todd's Run Foster Road, uh, which is Township Road 90. This road will be divided and segmented by the proposed boundary line between Williamsburg Township and Williamsburg Village. If the annexation is approved, Williamsburg Township will no longer remain 100 feet of Todd's Run Foster Road and their ODOT road mileage reimbursement program will be re reduced by 0.019 miles. Uh, if the board approves the annexation, a signed and sealed mylar copy will be required to be placed in the tax map office. Uh, this is one parcel. It's all of lot 18 of Carpenter Meadows subdivision as shown on Black Cabinet 18, page 217 of the Claremont County Recorder's Office. Um, County Engineer's Office have, has received no correspondence in favor or in opposition of this annexation. 
Commissioner Painter, if I may interrupt, sure. um, does Alan Edwards need to, um, uh, Craig Reisner, does he need to um, swear him in? Yes. He okay. should have been. I, I'm so sorry. Oh, no, that's, that, that's okay. Uh, uh, Craig, we're, we're going to have to swear you in to accept your review of the annexation. Okay. You please raise your right hand, Craig. Do you solemnly swear that the testimony that you're about to give or have given in this matter is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you, God. Yes. Thank you. And Craig, just for this particular record, since we kind of got out in front of that, I'm just going to ask you to summarize your, your comments again, please. Thank you. Um, we have an annexation petition for 0.4936 acres um, from the township of Williamsburg to the village of Williamsburg. Uh, we have a plat and description provided by Nichols Surveying and, and labeled Exhibit A. The plan and description are complete and accurate for annexation purposes. The annexation contains an 8% boundary line uh, with the village of Williamsburg, and the village of Williamsburg currently is, is over 1,600 acres in size. The Todd's Run Foster Road will be segmented by this annexation, and the township will no longer maintain 100 feet of Todd's Run Foster Road. Therefore, its road mileage will be reduced by 0 0.019 miles on the ODOT Road Mileage Reimbursement Program. And the County Engineer's Office has not received any correspondence in favor or in opposition of this annexation. Thank, thanks so much. Th thanks so much. <clears throat> any questions for Mr. Reiser? Board? No questions. Okay. No questions. All right. Thank you, Craig. Thank you. We've moved to the portion of our public meeting where I'll request comments and ask if there's anyone here who would like to give uh, uh, in favorable testimony for the proposed annexation. Sure. I did not obtain a copy of Craig's report or, and I assume that there was one done by uh, planning. Yes. So if, if I could get those, um, they would be helpful in making uh, my report to the board on Sure, it. absolutely. Uh, there's no one here that wants to uh, comment in favor. Okay. Okay. Hearing that there's no one uh, who wants to uh, speak in favor of the proposed annexation, I'll go to the opposite side and ask if there's anyone here who would like to uh, provide testimony in opposition of the, the uh, proposed annexation. You'd state your name for the record and your address. Uh, my name is Chris Hicks. I live at 444 Woodward Court, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45255. And I understand you're here today to provide testimony in the opposition of the a, a proposed annexation. Is that correct? Yes, I am, sir. Okay. Proceed, please. Thank you, for C Commissioner Painter, Humphrey, and Corcoran. Uh, I'm here to speak in opposition to this annexation because I think that all annexations in Claremont County should be paused and stopped until such time as you restore some form of normal order to your commissioner's meetings. It's been since 
March 18, 2020, was the last time that you allowed for public participation within a commissioner meeting. That's almost, it's a little bit shy of eight months ago. It's absolutely ridiculous. And every other government body that I know of in Claremont County has already restored public participation or never took it away. It's at this point to still prohibit public participation when you have all this distancing, when you have the plexiglass shields between you in this big uh, uh, protective uh, activities that take place here is an offense to the people. I can only talk here today because statutorily you have to let people talk. Most citizens don't know that you're not required to allow public participation. I appreciate that. You're not statutorily required. But I think you're ethically required. This is a conservative county and a lot of things have gone on that people have not been able to comment on to you over eight months. If I were you, I'd be worried about living in a bubble where you can't, don't let people come and approach you. Let me give just a few quick examples. First is COVID reporting. The COVID reporting in this county is comical. I just looked at it this morning. I've shared before an example, and I brought some visual aids here, of a commissioner in Sarasota County, Florida, that breaks it, one guy that breaks down their county 10 times better than anything I've ever seen here. Hospitalization, beds, ICU, et cetera. Mr. Hicks, could I pause you for a moment? Yes. Do you have any testimony this is testimony against the annexation. Testimony against the annexation. This is my testimony against the annexation. And it has to do with COVID-19? It has to do with a lack of transparency and the fact that you continually are shutting citizens out of being there able to publicly no participate. There is no lack of transparency here. You are participating in a public meeting. Then may I finish my remarks? You can. Okay. Thank you, Commissioner Painter, for allowing me to continue to speak. I'd appreciate it if I can speak without interruption, and I promise to stay within the time limit that I requested. If you stay within the, the purview of this meeting, then there won't be any uh, Well, statutorily, I'm allowed to object to the annexation for whatever reason I choose, not what you choose. Statutorily, I'm allowed to object to your, to your testimony, which would I you like me to. Would you like to prohibit me from speaking? I am not. Okay, then please quit interrupting me. Okay, it'd Go be ahead. better. You, I think one thing we could learn in this county and our leadership is just let people talk. Okay, you were the one that said about let people talk it out. Let me talk it out. Okay, then if you'd like to have a go, I'd appreciate it to have a back and forth, but let me pick up where I left off. Go ahead. Okay, so that not reacting, and even the way you just reacted there when I brought up the COVID reporting, I think people in Claremont County would like to see more accurate, complete COVID reporting. Other things I think people would like to talk about might be valuations of properties, like how a deal that you've been involved with as commissioners, the FC Cincinnati property, is currently going to be valued in 2020 is worth less than the Teal Town ball fields. A $30 million project is only going to be worth $1.2 million. Okay, that might be something people would like to be able to talk about. There's also ridiculous valuations like design within reach. Okay, design within reach, the property there is valued at only 55% of what design within reach paid for the property. Again, these are all things that if you're not living in a bubble, citizens can come and ask questions about. Also, the issues that we've had with early voting at the Board of Elections and the fact that we're running typically three to four times what other counties around us are running in terms of time. You might remember when you all had a big hoopla about putting up tents in the parking lot of the hospital. Did we think about putting up tents at the Board of Elections so there'd be more space so citizens could get through in 15 or 30 minutes like Hamilton County versus two to three hours? in Claremont County. I just want to point out to you 
that I think there's absolutely no reason, and me standing here is a good example, is there's no reason why you are still restricting public participation in your meetings. I think until you restore public participation, this annexation and all annexation should be paused. Okay? Make sure that you respect, show us that you respect the First Amendment. And one of the key parts of the First Amendment is the ability of citizens to redress grievances to their government in public. In public. So, uh, there's two other things I want to hit on and I'll be finished. And I appreciate you not interrupting me for this portion of my remarks. I requested some records relating to the Perina deal back on September 30th. Okay, it's been 35 days. I just found out from Mr. Eigel in the hallway that the story now is that it's bouncing back from my email. I just sent Mr. Eigel a different email address that he can send those records to. But why weren't those records put online? Why aren't things online? Why do we have to have so much secrecy around these things? People, I feel like people that are confident welcome inspection. People that are confident are okay with people seeing the details. I think you guys should be okay with people seeing the details. I'm going to close with one thing, the animal shelter. So now we know the animal shelter. And I'm wondering what's the, what's the other shoe going to fall on the animal shelter? Maybe some Purina deal or something like that with the animal shelter. But this is a Facebook post that was made by the county on November 2nd about the animal shelter. People might notice when I printed this out this morning, it says there's 95 comments. If you go on Facebook and look at those comments, you can't see them because the policy of this county is to block citizen comments on the county Facebook page. That's another example. Why not welcome citizen input, even the input you don't like, even the input that is cr critical. So I think that until you're ready to let citizens come in, like I can come in, why can I come in right now and talk to you, but citizens that want to talk on other issues can't come in and talk? You know the reason. It's only because statutorily you're not allowed to keep me from talking today during an annexation hearing. And statutorily, I'm allowed to oppose an annexation for any reason I want. I oppose this annexation because I think until you're ready to open up this room again to at least citizens being able to come in and address you, you should put a pause on those special things that allow lawyers and other people to come in and address you, but don't allow regular citizens to come talk to you. What's the difference? What are you afraid of? So with that, I conclude my remarks. I apologize to, the, to whoever's, Mr. Manier and the requester for the annexation for using this opportunity. But mark my words, I'm going to oppose every annexation, every annexation until you reopen public participation. It's a comedy routine at this point not to have public participation. And it belies what are supposed to be the principles of our county, which are very conservative, First Amendment loving, rights loving people. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'd like to say a few words if I may. Absolutely, yeah. I appreciate Mr. Hicks presenting that to us. I think that it was off topic. I don't think it was about annexation. And in truth, there is an opportunity for people to speak in public participation as this annexation has proven, even though he was off course. There is a public participation in annexation. It's in the law we provided, even though his comments were totally off course. Thank you. Thanks, Ed. Any other comments this annexation? Um, obviously, the board cannot pause the annexation as you have a duty 
to within 30 days either rule for or against the, uh, the annexation. And I will attempt to, as quickly as I can, get all of uh, my end of the, 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 my report and whatnot in the uh, resolution to the board as quickly as possible. As I know, we're approaching year end and how busy things get at that time. So. You bet. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> have any correspondence or comments been received relative to this proposed annexation? They have not, sir. Okay. There's no other opposition. Okay. And Holly has just confirmed we haven't received any correspondence or relative to the proposed annexation. So if there are no further comments, I'll close this public hearing on the proposed annexation. And I just want to make sure everybody knows the disposition on this petition must be done within 30 days of this public hearing. Pursuant to and in compliance with section 709.033 of the Ohio Revised Code. Then this public meeting stands adjourned. Thank you. Thank you, Alan. Are there any additions to the agenda, Tom? No, sir. Just a need for executive session in accordance with 121-22-G1 and G2. Okay. We had went into executive session. There's been an additional executive session requested, and I understand it will be for the consideration of employment or compensation and also for the sale of property yes, at sir. competitive bidding. So I'd ask the board if I could get a motion to amend the agenda and to add a additional executive session. I'll make the motion to amend. Can we add? Second. It's been moved and received a second. Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Humphrey. Aye. Commissioner Painter. Yes. Then I would request an executive session in accordance with section 121.22, G1 and G2 of the Ohio Revised Code to first consider the employment and compensation of one or more public employees, and second, to consider the purchase of property for public purchases or the sale of property at competitive bidding. Do I have a motion to go into executive session? So moved. I'll second. Been moved and received a second. Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Humphrey. Aye. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Painter. Yes, we will move into executive session. We will return and we will conduct further business. Thank you. We have returned from our second executive session today and there were no actions and no decisions made. So we will move on with the agenda. Tom, are there any additions to the agenda? Yeah, we have an add on um, for personnel action in the community and economic development department for the board's consideration. Okay, board, you've heard the uh, uh, request for an add on to the agenda day for a personnel action. Do I have a motion to add it to the agenda? I'll make the motion. Second. It's been moved and received a second. Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Humphrey. Aye. Commissioner Painter. Yes. Um, Sandy, would you read uh, morning recommended uh, addition to the agenda? I certainly will. Thank you. Uh, this is, as stated, a personnel action for Community and Economic Development Department. It is for Ronald Heath Wilson a temporary job change effective November 9th, 2020. Board, you've heard the request to make a temporary job change for Ronald Heath. Uh, 
in our economic development department. Do uh, I have a motion for approval? A second. Been moved and received a second. Any further conversation or discussion? Just for a second, I understand Ronald is going to be helping us out in Permit Central. Is that correct? That is correct. This is a temporary job change to our community building inspector, which is the county's chief building official, uh, due to a recent uh, resignation there. Okay, and I understand that resignation is for Mr. Scott. Is that correct? That correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. Any further discussion? That's Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Humphrey. Aye. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Painter. Yes. Thanks, Sandy. Tom, any further additions? Yes, sir. Okay. Then I would just ask for, we'll go back to county staff and elected official discussions. Any county staff or elected official discussions today? Hearing none. Then I would go to I, board member comments. Board members, My any, comment any today, comments today? My comment would be congratulations for re-election to Commissioner Painter and to Commissioner Bachelor-elect last night's very well yes. done yes very good and with in that the, in the past i think we've invited uh the commissioner elect to our meetings um and i think we should do that here as well for miss bachelor okay <clears throat> tom as the administrator of the county could you uh send an invitation to uh commissioner elect bonnie bachelor Pierce Township, and she is more than welcome to attend our meetings the rest of the way out from, from here on out. Okay, I sure will. Okay. Any further board member comments? Yes. Go ahead. So COVID-19 is still with us. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I think that it's important that we begin and end our meeting about this. So mask up, back up, wash up, and clean up surfaces is the four ups for today right <laughs> you know and, and before we leave the the uh, meeting obviously today 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 was a spirited spirited meeting here with a uh, a public meeting for an for an annexation uh, we heard some testimony there and some of that testimony that was provided uh, talked about our meetings here and the lack of uh, people attending in this boardroom and uh, in addition, it also uh, brought up the issue of being able to address grievances with public and elected officials. And I just want to, uh, to uh, discuss that a little bit and that, uh, you know, one of the reasons that we don't have this uh, board open to uh, outside uh, public participation and have that on the agenda, obviously, is because we are experiencing a COVID-19 environment. You know, and one of the things that I just wanted to talk about this morning is that we understand that people uh, may want to come to a meeting. We are not immune from COVID-19 here at Claremont County, especially in the Board of Commissioners. And although we can't give any kind of details about obviously sickness that help, you know, that actually infects our team or impacts them. You know, I just want to make sure that people are aware that we currently have people who are not at work with us today who have loved ones or people in their family that have had positive tests or they've been exposed. And so we try to keep that to an absolute minimum and um, <clears throat> understand that 
people who want to come in, in during annexation meetings that they need to understand that just like Commissioner Humphrey said, COVID is real. You know, we have had cases here amongst our team and we have had people who have had to sequester at home and also to quarantine from, from this building. So um, that would be something I would, would make sure that people understand. And the other thing is that anyone that wants to address a grievance with a public or elected uh, person here, they are more than welcome to come to or call the Board of Commissioners, meet with a commissioner and or meet with a commissioner away from this facility. Commissioners uh, hold that particular office 24 seven. You know, all of us have uh, telephones, all of us have cell phones, all of us live within the community. And I will only speak for myself and then I'll, I'll ask the other two commissioners here. I have absolutely no problem with people contacting me and wanting to meet away from this building or at any time that they would like to discuss some grievance that they may have with an elected official or an elected office here in Claremont County. So just for the record, it's unfortunate today that we wasted a lot of time in a public meeting that was for an annexation to address issues that have nothing to do with an annexation. But because there is a first amendment here in Claremont County, we'll welcome participation in those annexation meetings and um, you know, obviously citizens are free to, to discuss uh, uh, their proponent testimony or their opposition against any particular annexation. Anything else, board members? Nothing. Okay. With that, I would ask for a um, motion to adjourn the meeting. I make the motion. Second. Been moved and it's received a second to adjourn. Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Humphrey? Aye. Commissioner Painter? Yes. That concludes our meeting today, the 4th of November of 2020. Thanks so much for being with us here today. And uh, those who participated, thanks for being here. And those who joined us by virtual, uh, thanks for taking the time out of your day to, uh, to be here with us. And reminder, we don't have a meeting next Wednesday, correct? Is that correct? That is correct. Our next meeting will be November 18th at 10 a.m. here in the boardroom. Okay. Our next meeting will be November 18th. We do not have a meeting next week, so we will see you two weeks from today. Thank you so much again for attending.